So here we are for another wonderful podcast and have the delightful Monas with us again. Hello. Sarah Hall, sorry. (laughs) Uh, And we have the wonderful, talented, yet extremely handsome Dominic Jew. Oh, guys, thanks ever so much. Yeah, that's really kind. Dom, welcome to the Jungle Podcast. How are you feeling about this right now? Nervous. Okay, that's mm. good. We want you to good? be nervous, yeah, because then okay. we'll just ramp it up some more just to annoy you, mm. but that, that's fine. No, fair enough. So, Dom, you you know, you're no stranger to Jungle now. You've been here for a while. A little while, yeah. 2003? No, 2000. Yeah, 2003. 2003, gosh. Yeah, 20 years coming up. So you've seen a lot of changes. All of the changes, okay. <laughs> <laughs> What do you enjoy about being in the audio industry? Uh, well, having been a musician as a young person and therefore having an interest in sound. I don't know if you know that music is also a type of sound. Um, <laughs> I didn't know that. No, it Come is. Out. What, what instrument were you playing? I didn't know you played I play piano. If and I put you in front of the piano now, could you play something? Is it still there? Oh, yeah, it... I, I've got two pianos at home. Uh, and I play, right. play quite often. It's like, next time we're near a piano and we've got a group of people, is that OK? To... Yeah, we're, we're, we're... <laughs> we're near a piano with a group of people. <laughs> we'll, we'll, when, we'll what event it. is this that's happening? <laughs> oh, I could just imagine um, Filler lounging in a, in a sort of ball gown across the piano and singing well it'll, be, wa- it'll be Wuthering Heights <laughs> oh my god it's so weird <laughs> there is a joke about getting the bush out but I'm not going to go there no that's fine. <laughs> you kind of just did I just <laughs> excuse me just did that now uh, Dom you are our jungle recruiter is that fair to say that is true it's a thankless task really at the end of the day isn't it, uh, it it's a no not not entirely no okay because actually We've got some guys here that I've taken on who are now engineers and transfer engineers and are very good. So that's that's the payoff. Is do, when you... do they come up to you regularly and say, thank you, Dom? Always. <laughs> thank Literally you. Literally <laughs> every day. It's a funny one because when you're recruiting, and I, I always sort of slightly align recruiting for a, a team of runners, for example, as building a team, a football team, for example, you can't have four or five strikers, you need defence, you need wingers, you need all of the the elements and you need different personalities from different backgrounds. And and if you don't, then you tend to find yourself with three or four guys Mm -hmm. who've all got the same interest, who are all just bantering. I kind of want, generally speaking, if I can, to employ a sort of diverse range of people. You know, going back to there being only males in Mm. in a running team, you do get that sort of gang Mm-hmm. thing that start get culture sort of thing not yeah, yeah. not gang as in like <laughs> you know drugs and stuff but <laughs> gangs of, of loud, loud lads yeah. so it's, and, and you know you can always I, I always like to have a female runner if I can mm-hmm. uh, at least one you know but, because... but that's hard isn't it it's hard to create that diversity it's hard to get that different mix of people by... it's really hard yeah because the only people you ever get emails from pretty much are you know, guys, mm-hmm. twenty-one. You know, graduates who've just got a, some kind of music degree mm-hmm. or sound degree, but there's no diversity. And it's, but, and also, they're based in London. As in, could they afford to come in well, from somewhere else, further afield? Or it's, it's you know? really hard. I mean, I was just talking to one of our current runners who's looking for a flat, and they're looking at having to to rent a flat that's sort of their budget's probably fairly 
reasonable, about 1,500 quid a month. Mm -hmm. But they can't find anything for under 1,800 quid. Now, Mm. your entry level in any industry, that's a hell of a lot of money to be paying for a flat. How on earth can you live in London? Mm-hmm. And, and on an entry level salary, it's, it's yeah, it's really tough. But it changes everything for that generation and the industry moving forward. Because how many people we know now that started say thirty, even forty years ago as a runner, mm-hmm. you know, and and they could do it. Yeah. They, they got through that that way, and now they're all in their sort of professional areas, doing mm-hmm. great jobs, having fantastic opportunities. But it started right there. And, uh, and, it, and it always has to. That's how we've always recruited mm-hmm. and that's how all of the other studios in the, the industry do because that's how you, you weed out the, 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 the best and brightest talent and you train them up in the way that you want them to operate in transfer, for example, and then obviously, ho- hopefully, on, on to becoming a, an engineer. And that takes a long time and you can't just bring in someone, who, you know, with with the right skill set to just go straight into transfer, for example. Mm -hmm. It's very rare. But also, Jungle's always been very careful, very good at training. You know, you can see how many people have started off as runners here, transfer engineers, and now they are in leading audio facilities, Mm. which is is great. And, you know, a lot of them have come through you, Dom, so that's a a credit to you uh, to see where they've gone and, you know, flown their wings and stuff. Yeah, and actually, you're right, that, that... for us, it's always almost been a philosophy, which is if you come in as a runner, we don't want someone who's just going to be satisfied with making tea for their mm. entire lives. We want people to be able to use our studios, mm-hmm. gain knowledge from other members of staff um, and be improving themselves and, mm-hmm. and bettering their understanding and knowledge in the industry. So at least if they don't stay and they decide to move on, at least they've gained something and they can kind of take that to wherever they end up going next after jungle so that has always been a kind of our our thought on how to do things isn't it yeah well i think we're hot on training and we're hot on educating not just people in the jungle house as it were but also producers outside of the house you know anybody that wants to come in and and learn about audio there's always an open door Mm. and that kind of thing um but yeah no that's it is a tricky job to do, but I'm still glad you're doing it because I couldn't do it. <laughs> yeah, you, you, you keep doing that. You keep okay, doing I'll, I'll just, keep trying. One other question I wanted to ask for that. When you see a CV, when something just comes in cold, does it spring off the page? Do, do you kind of find something that you think, ah, oh, yeah, they, they possibly have it. They. I, I, it's Again, it's, it's a tricky one. The trouble is, with, even with the interview process, you're still not sure. No. You know, you like someone oh, for that 20-minute yeah. yeah. conversation. You think, do you know mm. what, I really like you. And you take them on and then you, you get them actually in the mm. building and they're a completely different person to the one that you interviewed, mm-hmm. which is obviously yeah. because they've, you know, they've, they've put on a, a kind of personality they, they think that Monterey, you want to Monterey, why are you see. laughing? I'm sorry. It was ages before you became when somebody else was recruiting. Mm. There was this guy who got recruited... I mean, uh, after I'd been here for about a year, and he was the angriest man on earth. <laughs> <laughs> and every time the phone rang, it was um, when there was a kitchen behind Zoo, the reception. Because every time the phone rang, he went, "Jesus Christ!" <laughs> and then he's like, and then he'd slam it down, and then like he had these mad, like scary eyes. And I was like, "How did you come across an interview?" Wasn't there someone that came in? 
as a runner or was it trans, uh, work experience? You just rocked up and opened up a beer in the morning or something. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they, to me, to me, I want to get them back in because they're, they're a man after my own heart. It's fantastic. Uh, that's ballsy. It's that's nine o'clock when you it's start like, oh, a new look, job. There's beers in the fridge, so why not? It's like, well, it's nine o'clock. It's crack yeah, open a beer. Yeah, yeah why, why not? not? We can't possibly have you in the room without mentioning Hey Dougie because. Mm. Um, I absolutely love it. And I think it's really interesting because obviously most of what we do here is advertising and that's the, the basics. But every now and then we've done a couple of series of long form. But the one thing that stuck is obviously Hey Dougie. Uh, it's got a phenomenal cast. I find it very funny. I've had nearly 11 years of children's TV to wade through and it's the only show that I genuinely like. Yeah. And I find really funny. And I think... It's quite a skill to record what you have to record in that time, especially in that batch way where they all come in on, on you know, an afternoon. And then you've got each person, say, does four or five characters a- apart from the narrator, obviously. But and I think that must yeah. be a bit of a minefield, but it's brilliantly done. No, it is, it's a great show because they found that perfect balance of being entertaining for kids, yeah. but also for parents and Especially for parents who like to watch TV with their kids. Yeah. If it appeals to them, then it's win-win, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and, yeah, I, I don't know what series. I think we just finished recording the voices for the third series. Wow, so how many years has that been going on I think for? it's about ten years. Ten years enough. of Hey yeah. Dougie, whoa. Yeah. Um, from the first record, to because obviously the thing about Hey Dougie is it takes a long time to make, so you kind of... you I, I, The voices that I recorded say last week mm. won't be on air probably till this time next year really yeah yeah wow. um because they and they also sort of release them in little batches of five or six yeah. shows uh, and then kind of play them over and over again yeah. <laughs> and then you get the next batch um, also um, you've had some celebrities on there haven't you like some really high profile people. well yeah um shirley bassey to, to oh, name yeah, one which was bonkers which, which was a source connect with france was it? Uh, there were, she's in monaco obviously yeah for tax reasons no i can't say that <laughs> <laughs> I think there's a beep. <laughs> yeah, but no, she was in Monaco. So, uh, yes, we recorded it over Source Connect now. There was a, a couple of guys in a studio over in Monaco who recorded her, not particularly brilliantly. <laughs> um, sadly, I had to spend quite a, a lot of time trying to sort it out and make well, it sound That's right, because you could. couldn't just get her back in, in again. No, she was kind no. Of, yeah. it's like there was no way they were going to get her back in. But uh, I think she was really excited to do it because I know, I think her daughter's kids watch it. Mm-hmm. So she she was excited to be in it. I think, yeah, that was, that was a cool one. Um, and then you've obviously sort of grown with the actors that do it on a regular basis. You know, it's, it's just lovely that they've got and, that team. And I think Studio AKA as well are just, they're just such lovely people. Mm-hmm. And they, they're like a little family and I feel like they're sort of an extension and it's so nice when they come in. Yeah, it is nice because just... actually during lockdown we didn't really see them much. I think now... Grant especially, he very rarely comes into recording sets. Obviously, just to give it some context, Grant is the creator of Hey Dougie. And he's a really lovely guy and so, like, his thought process, it's amazing. You'll see when when the kids are doing a a take, he'll close his eyes and look away from them because he's picturing picturing their character to to check that he believes that, you know, that would come out of their mouth. So... 
he's a really cool guy and he's started to come back in a bit more, which is great. I don't know whether that's because he's got a bit more time on his hands because I think a lot of the time they're, they're pretty much every minute of their day is kind of diaried. Uh, so. And, and <clears throat> the thing I love about it is it's genuinely funny. Mm-hmm. Like so many of these things try it or do a bit of tongue in cheek, but it's actually properly funny. Yeah. Well, you know what? And, and so uh, clever. Just to... to uh, <laughs> To to kind of give someone some credit, Adam Longworth, who does a, a huge number yeah. of the incidental voices, adds a hell of a lot of a lot of that humour, um, and he's just he brings to life so many different char- characters. Yeah. Bearing in mind that he never gets given the scripts before the session, he just yeah. sees them. This character's he's you know this kind of um, personality, and Adam's like, right, what about this voice? And then. And, Everyone's sold. Fantastic. Um, he is so a proper walking talent. Oh, yeah. yeah. Mr. Longworth. Absolutely. Hats off. And obviously, um, Lucy, Long- Lucy uh, Longworth. Lucy Longworth? Montgomery. Lucy Montgomery. Yeah. <laughs> Lucy Longworth. I know her Adam so Adam and Longworth well. got married. <laughs> yeah, Montgomery big shouts to Lucy. Brilliant. Epic. Yeah. yeah. She she also is amazing. So. And, well, of, of course, Xander. Yeah, yeah, the glue that sticks the it glue. all together. He's yeah. not pointless. Sorry. Oh nice. God. That's just, I tried. It's really great. I really tried. <laughs> uh, look, you mentioned lockdown, Dom, because I remember sitting by my computer and hearing this bing, and there was an email in at 10 o'clock at night or something saying, oh, do you have an engineers at the uh, moment yes. that might be able to record somebody? <laughs> but it was that night. It was the night of that we were locked down, wasn't it? It was the first night, mm-hmm. and... It was the Chris Whitty kind of first announcement that he made to tell everyone that they needed to stay at home unless they were going for medicine or food. Uh, and I think we sent out a mix at some point around about three in the morning. Uh, and then that was it. It was on air the next day. It's crazy, isn't it? Yeah, it is. I stumbled across that project in my backups at home the other day and I opened it up. And it was kind of a not a PTSD moment, but it was just a... It returned me to that yeah. moment in time mm-hmm. and the yeah. feelings that were going on about that, that sort of uncertainty and lack of knowledge as to what we were about to go through. We'd kind of almost see what was going to happen next via the scripts and yeah, sworn we were to sort secrecy. of we were a couple of days ahead of what was yeah. the government messaging was going to be in terms of yeah. I remember the the one very memorable one was when I think it must have been twenty twenty and we were supposed to be going away for Christmas. You phoned me again, it was you. <laughs> Sorry. Saying, can you <laughs> you do a session tomorrow? There's a. It looks like we're going into tier four lockdown. Obviously, this means we're not going away. I know now that we're not <laughs> going not away for going Christmas. Away. When I'm sitting there doing a session, <laughs> telling people to stay home. I'm like, yeah, I'd better do that. It's bizarre. Right, we are going to do a few uh, Mona's quick fires in oh, a minute. Oh, God. Yeah. So I'm just dragging you back to the normal podcasty type things mm-hmm. that we've yeah. asked uh, people before. If uh, Is there a memorable voiceover that you've worked with? Just trying to think. I mean, you know, the obvious answer is someone like Brian Blessed. Mm-hmm. Um or Ian even, McKellen even, was one of the people I worked with. The other guy, and you'll have to help me, Sarah. Who's the who's the um, main guy in Breaking Bad? Oh, um, uh, Brian Cranston. That's the fella. Have I you worked with him. Wow. Yeah, That's a couple amazing. of times. In fact, it's a few him. times because he was over here doing a theatre production up at Sadler's Wells, I think. Mm-hmm. So obviously he was in London, needed a studio to do his voiceover work, and for, for whatever reason we got 
uh, the nod on that. So I've met him a few times, and it was quite. He was just a really nice guy, and and I hadn't watched Breaking Bad at this point, so he wasn't really mm. to me. He was yeah. just you know an average guy that I just chatted to. Did you not was... watch Malcolm in the Middle? No. I thought everybody watched that. No, no, no. Oh, I was obsessed. He still held to me even after all the Breaking Bad stuff. No. But... Well. I'll, I'll look it up. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's it's quite dated now, but I loved it at the time. Like fair enough. But anyway, he was a good one to to put on my list. You know, mm-hmm. of, of, of I think it's important we mention as a callback to a previous podcast that uh, someone on uh, <laughs> Mr. Southwell's bucket list is someone you've worked with twice. Benedict Cumberbatch. Oh, Benedict Cumberbatch, yeah. Yes. Yeah, not to... I didn't want to labour on that Chris Southwell's actually recording this session and he looks thrilled. He's he's giving us evils through the window. (laughs) (laughs) It's got... He's doing expletives He's raging, yeah. He's raging. Never mind. Yeah, Um, yeah, a couple of times, actually, with the Benedict Cumberbatch. Really? Yeah. Yeah, one for a Jaguar thing. The other one... It was for some pet food. I think it was pedigree or something, which was really weird. Why is he doing this? But... He was great. He was much nicer the second time I met him. Perhaps he thought about it in between sessions. Maybe. Maybe I was a bit too... I do feel a bit sorry for celebrities because everyone else is allowed to have a bad day. But with them, it's, it's... you're, as the member of the public's first impression of them, this is how you know them to be. Yeah, yeah, it's true. So anything could have happened that day. Their mum could have died, for God's sake, anything. And we're like, oh, they weren't as friendly as I thought they'd be. <laughs> yeah, and it's like, true. Well, that's very I true. I don't think they owe you anything no, just because you really like watching them on show. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a fair point. Like, it's, it is difficult. And I mentioned Ian McKellen. Mm. Now, he, I, he, if I hadn't recorded him, he'd be the person that I'd Seriously? say because I love him. Okay. I think he's, yeah. you know, in all, all of the things he's worked on over his career, I think he's amazing. However, and going back to your point, <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't very nice. <laughs> he kind of came in and I was like, Oh, oh no! A little bit. Um, and but I, do you think his ha- mum had died? No, no. I mean I, I should imagine she has. But um, oh, the other thing is he didn't sound that great. Oh god! <laughs> yeah, was, I was really unhappy with the way he sounded. It felt, I was just Gosh. like, oh, because he was doing. I think it was a promo for something like King Lear or something like that. Okay. And it was just, and I think he was doing a passage from it. Someone's I'm sorry, got their phone I, I got an Apple phone Watch for on, Christmas. Phone on. Someone's got their phone lucky. on. But I, I can't I can't mute it. I don't know. Well, throw it out the door. Sorry. What kind of a podcast recording person are you? Oh, a reluctant one. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. <laughs> is this real water? That's true. That's gin? actually gin and tonic. Oh, perfect. Mm-hmm. Mm, it's delicious. Mm. Right, well, sorry, sorry, that's, everyone. That's quite all right. Um, Dom, if you weren't a sound designer, what do you think you'd be doing? I quite like the idea of stacking shelves in B&Q. Are you being silly or is that...? <laughs> I think it might be my retirement job. Okay. All of the people who do jobs similar to mine do actually really like their jobs. Mm-hmm. Whilst most people I speak to who don't do jobs like mine don't really like their jobs. Okay. <laughs> so in my opinion, I'm in a pretty good place and I'm happy to stay here. And it's mm. worth those people fighting to get their CVs through to you, right? Mm, it really is. So they stop doing the jobs that they don't like. Well, exactly. Well, quite quite right. And that's why, yeah, I'm not going to go uh, They do employ quite strange people in B&Q. And Tom once went and asked where the um, timber section was. 
in a being cute and the guy got a, um, a leaflet out of his pocket and wrote his name on it and handed it to Tom and walked away. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, oh, okay. Thanks for that. <clears throat> so you'd be in good company. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. I think, yeah, I'd fit in really well. <laughs> I can be weird. Yeah. Um, I asked this bloke about where the decking was mm. in being cute. Now, hang on. There's a joke in here somewhere. I'm trying to find it. <laughs> Oh, My story was genuine. Um, that genuinely happened. It's really <laughs> Tom was strange, like standing isn't it? there like, I mean, no one in those places happened. knows where anything is. No, or what anything is. No. Yeah, yeah. It's not very helpful. Oh, no. The guy came up to me and said, do you need decking? But luckily I got the first punch in. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that was my joke. Um obviously like music and stuff. Is there a favourite song that you have right now? Oh. There is a, a song that I heard and I've stumbled across it on Spotify the other day. It's called We I can can't re- we can revisit. Can you not yeah. just Google it? Does that not work in here? It will do. It will do. Hang on a sec. It's all in the Who, Whoever's editing now can just yeah. have a little break. Um, right. I've got really into Gaz Coombs' solo stuff. I was never a huge Supergrass fan, but honestly, his solo stuff's brilliant. Oh, really? It's quite Bowie-esque in some ways. It's mm. like a, a kind of better end of Britpop versus Bowie kind of really cool thing. It's really nice to listen to. It's just a little I love recommendation all that there. kind of thing. Yeah, it's just really... Um, yeah, really guitar-y and cool. I like mm-hmm. it a lot. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay so, um, Dom, you like music. Uh, is there a song that you currently like at the moment? There is, actually, yes. I, I, so I stumbled across this on Spotify, mm-hmm. and it's a, a song called Sleepwalking by Happy People. Oh. Um, and I don't know how it ended up in my Spotify playlist, but anyway, I played that, and it's it's just very beautiful and like very really lovely harmonies. I don't know, it, but it's just a very nice to listen to that. Tune. Yeah, sounds good, good top tip. Yeah. Mm. Oh, right, Monas, it's over to you for the quick fires. <clears throat> okay. I can only accept your first answer. Remember this: my brain works very slowly. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. With things like this. Okay. What is the best sound? <laughs> oh, don't say things like that. Because you know, I, I, I being. <laughs> Being someone who has made an advert for a particular sausage company that had Didn't expect a, a, to go there. <laughs> a fart a fart broadcast on, on national oh, television. Yes, you actually strain. recorded and, your own fart well, for that. B- because we'd been through every fart in our audio <laughs> base, every fart that I could possibly find, and they were just not happy with it. And so it was just, you know, just happened to be a moment. And I put it in and they came in and I played I said, guys <laughs> and I played it to them and they were like yeah, <laughs> and the great thing is, is they actually animate the steam. It's this big steamy room where he's in. So when he does it, the, the fart, the, the, just this sort of jet of gas comes down and the steam parts, oh and they animated to my my. Yeah, anyway, man, it's a I bit of a departure from Hey Dougie, isn't it? That one. <laughs> yeah, it was a slightly different style of job. Let me put it that way. That is brilliant, though. What a claim to fame! Mm. I love that. My dad was very proud of me as well. <laughs> I bet he was. Um. What's the worst sound? Probably the same answer. It depends, it depends where it's coming from. Um, what's your favourite ad of all time? Ooh. Um, ads aren't as funny or as exciting as they used to be. 
you know, back in the days where you actually almost used to look forward to the ad break when you were kids. They were a bit of events. And you, yeah, yeah, you yeah, knew yeah. and you knew every ad and you used to talk about it at school. Yeah. Actually, there's one going around at the moment, isn't there? It's the um, We Buy Any Car, and that's driving me completely insane because my kids just... Oh, yeah. Never stop. Latch onto it. <laughs> once, and once they start, you're just like, please, can you stop doing that? Yeah. Have you heard it? Do you know the one Especially I'm talking about? Especially that song's such a banger. Yeah, yeah. And it's just it's... been completely <laughs> bastardised. Yeah. But... but, I mean, fair play to them. Yeah. You know, they yeah, call them yeah, earworms, yeah. don't they? Mm-hmm. And it works works for everyone. I used to like the Hamlet ads as well. Oh, yeah. Yes. Really Gosh, fun. I remember no, that's, those. That's classic, isn't yeah. it? And we will never, ever forget that. No. But I can almost smell those adverts because my granddad every now and then had a Hamlet, so I can like. That was that's quite reminiscent. Mm. Mm-hmm. They were always very good, though, weren't they? Mm. Who was your childhood hero? Probably Mr. T. Mr. T. Yeah, because <laughs> I used to watch A Team, the A Team, all the time. Like back back in the day. What they you talk make... about, Lewis? Exactly. <laughs> Except that wasn't <laughs> Mr. T. What are you talking about? He used to say, uh, um, well, he'd, he'd call, what was his name? Hannibal. Hannibal, no, the other he one. He'd call him a fool. The fool? fool? That's yeah. it. Lewis is completely the fool. wrong sitcom. I wouldn't call the A-Team a sitcom either. It had, <laughs> no, I'm it had funny about moments, but not that funny. Yeah. 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 They came out of a helicopter crash, and it was an absolutely disaster. The, the machine was destroyed, and they've kind of got out and just brushed themselves down <laughs> like this. But right, well, let's crack on. It's like, oh, okay, um, sure. What is your pet uh, hate? Pets. Pets. <laughs> oh, yeah, you hate your cat, don't you? That's, uh, harsh. That's harsh. I just don't Dom. like pets. I, and I do like pets, but I, I don't like having to do anything like clean up after them or feed them or anything like that. Mm. We've got guinea pigs. What about They're children? Ch- do you hate your children then for the same I, reason? <laughs> it's a slightly different relationship, I find. Slightly. <laughs> I mean, I, I feel I, I'm sort of contractually obliged to love my children. Okay. Whilst yeah. the, ki- the the pets, they weren't my idea. I didn't okay. agree to get them. Mm-hmm. Therefore, I'm allowed to feel about them how I wish. That's fair enough. And yeah. finally, would you rather have ears on your knees or an extra eye on your chin? Oh, that's deep. <laughs> <laughs> would would I still have ears on my head if I had ears on my yeah, knees? Yeah, these are extra additions. Yeah, I'll go with the eye on the on the face then or whatever yeah, correct. it's got to go. That's the correct answer. Because if you wear trousers, which yeah, most gonna people do, it's going to be horrendous. <laughs> yeah, think, it's just in the wrong know. place, the wrong think, part of your body if, for ears. Like chin eye. I hope you don't get conjunctivitis in the wrong place. As yeah, well. that yeah, would yeah. be because with all your food dribbling down. Oh, yeah, that would sting, wouldn't it? You yeah. just have to not eat like that. <laughs> just Dom, thank you so much for joining us on thank the podcast. Uh, it's and, uh, been a pleasure. I feel like I've learned a lot about you and going forward more into the future. Amen. 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 So say all of us. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Dom. Thanks, guys. Bye.